Good morning to you. John Bartholomew Tucker here. Uh, I think probably the finest uh, compliment you can pay an American writer is to uh, call him an American humorist. Uh, there, are, there aren't many, and uh, my next guest is an American humorist. Gene Shepard has reached many people in this century of ours with his writings, and he reached many more with his new book. It's called Ferrari in the Bedroom. And I got all the way down to the last chapter of Ferrari in the Bedroom. Good morning, Gene. <laughs> I still don't understand the title as a result. John, you know, you bother me, though. You showed a distinct anti-squirrel bias this morning. Did you see that? You were worried about squirrels eating, and I was worried about that. Not worried about squirrels eating at all. I wanted to run out and make a phone call and say, I represent the squirrels. I like gray squirrels. No, I like the gray. You, you notice, you picked up. I don't like the red squirrels. Ah, that color prejudice is still with you. <laughs> Sickening sight. Trying to, re trying to regain control, he said. <laughs> What's the title name? Ferrari in the bedroom. Well, John, and it's, it's, a, it's a live show, so if it's going to mean that much. Do you know what a Ferrari is? Yes. All right, then. Uh, you know what a bedroom you know, is? I know what a bedroom is. All right. I, I have a, I have a, I have a thesis, John, that that sex within our time will become an Olympic event. <laughs> There'll be freelance school figures. Uh, there'll Kurt be dash Gowdy, men. Kurt Gowdy yep. will be covering. Howard Cosell will say we're watching a great moment in sports. Right. <laughs> Down there will be a freelance, uh, magnificent freestyle going on it.
four-track stereo plays the sound of distant wolves howling. Scared the hell out. <laughs> I saw it. Mean, really you got a kind of, I guess you could be called a poor noise complaint that's right. type guy in Abercrombie. Well, that's, 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 I thought that was you. Well, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, as a writer, I, I'm, I'm just sort of a silent observer of the eye that appears in all these stories. Is, is the more or less of a literary eye. Yeah, but that particular eye was a guy who loved doormats and no, shortwave sets and ham radios. No, I'm taking that guy down at that point. See, you, you've got to realize that this guy has a common complaint. Uh, you know, I don't think Freud... You know, Freud lived back in the days when sex was a real hang-up. Not anymore, I think, uh, you know... Freud, I just found out in the past year, I didn't know what a weird guy he was. He didn't like people to look at him. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he left the kind of God we follow. <laughs> yeah. Smoke rubber cigars. He lived in his <laughs> yes. But that's why the analogy, did you know this? People put paint his glasses on. No, when they're analogy, <laughs> that's why they lie down, they don't look at him. Because you look at Floyd, you say, don't look at me. <laughs> well, you know that beard faced it on, you know. That's true? Sure. Yeah. I believe anything. He faced Faking it. it all the way. You, I want to get into something. You believe, <laughs> <laughs> he keeps saying we'll be off here, trivia. Uh, you're beginning to the whole ship is weak in here now. No, no, I'm enjoying myself now. <clears throat> Trivia is more important than essays, uh, movies, films, all that. You cite H.L. Mencken's Americana thing and, and the American Mercury. Yeah. It's showing more about what happened then than all the guys who wrote essays. Including Mencken, I guess, huh? Yeah, well, it's the, when you talk about trivia, I don't think it's trivia. Uh, I mean... For example, there's a little news note that I read the other day of a guy who was picked up down in Philadelphia, and he was robbing a bank. And the way he was picked up, he came in there, and he said, put $2,000 on the counter, and he had a note, see? And the, and the clerk says, no. At which point he ran out, leaving the note. Oh, yeah. And then they picked up the note, and on the back it was a bill from, from, from the phone company with his name on it. <laughs> They went and picked him up, but you can hear with the final end of the story. Oh, oh, they picked the one. guy up, see, uh, and they said, uh, you know, they, uh, he was up before the judge, and he asked the judge if he thinks the fact that he was picked up for this attempted robbery would prevent him from taking his police examination. <laughs> <laughs> now, that says a lot about the morality of our time. It says a lot. <laughs> you have a few carefully, uh, I've X'd out a few. That means they're the ones I didn't like so much as the other ones. We got it. That's the way it is, Jim. That's the way it is. You got to live with. Sound We're like going to come back and read. Excellent, <laughs> all the stuff out I used to do. Yeah. I know. I know, Gene, but. <laughs> Did you enjoy the book? I loved it. I got right down to the last chapter, truly. That's why I didn't know well, what to do. That's, that's, that's pretty good. A lot of reading. That's, that took me several weeks. <laughs> you know, I, I, I like the way you read, John. It's the way your lips move and all that. It gives me a feeling of creative, hard reading. I'm going to pause there, and I'm going to tell you, folks, I'm going to talk to Gene Shepard, and I will be back, I'm going to ask him to read some of the trivia from his book. Not to say his book is trivia, in just a moment. This is from Ferrari in the Bedroom. God needs the publisher, by the way. Now, this is the worst way to introduce some, something, but Gene, this, is, this was the one that I think was the funniest. Well, it says a lot about our time. It's a news note. Can you imagine Walter Cronkite reading this? Yes. With a little button stuck in his ear. Yeah. I wonder who that... Yeah, I often wonder who that button is connected to. You don't know? I think it's God or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what. Taipei, Formosa, October 12th. Nationalist Chinese legislator Wong Kai-hao today demanded the recall of one of his country's delegates to the U.N. 
the delegate reportedly fell asleep during an October 9th speech by an Algerian delegate recommending the admission of communist China. Wong said Wen Yuanming was awakened by the applause of the communist bloc and joined in the cheering.
I finally got one, yeah. For a week, it's only for a couple of weeks. But I've been stuck there for a while. <laughs> yeah. It was. Let me get the, the thing in you. Well, the Ferrari in the bedroom has been amply explained, I think, by Gene Shepard, who is the author of this book, Dodd Mead is the publisher. Book. It is fantastic. We're going to talk to Mead and very come down very hard on him to get Sheer you back. Genius. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that one or two chapters. <laughs> Thanks, Gene. We'll be right back. We met a Gene. Yeah. Mead says it's okay if Don says it's okay, and Don says it's okay. Well, you know, Mead's great. Okay. <laughs> uh, we thank Gene Shepard for being on the program today, Dr. Joseph Shulman, of course, Gary Belker, and Haywood Gould. Tomorrow we have a wonderful program for you. This is John Bartholomew Tucker. Don't forget to get near home. You got a slide. We'll just thank Phil for being on the show. Phil, thanks a lot. Oh, Say hello to Mr. Yeah. Sullivan, will you? Can I uh, make you an honorary member of the scenic office? Oh, sure. Touch up the T. You want to see this? I'll do the J and B. Huh? You notice how I hold it? See you tomorrow. Okay, John. Okay, thanks a lot, bro.